It was a pitch-dark night, and we were out for a walk. Suddenly, a bright white light came from the train tracks. It was getting closer and closer before it reached the woods and suddenly faded away in the distance. This story, told by hundreds of witnesses, sounds quite normal until you find out those train tracks have long been abandoned and torn out. The last train that could have been the source of light had departed many years ago. The mysterious ghost train became the main site of St. Louis, a little village in the Canadian province of Saskatchewan. There are just around 400 people living there, and hundreds visited to see the St. Louis light. It was featured in books and online, and was on TV shows like Unsolved Mysteries. For decades, no one could explain what it really was. Some people spotted a white light. Others said they'd seen a red one. An urban legend explained the red light was a lantern carried by a ghost of a train conductor who had lost his life one night examining the tracks. Scientists tried to debunk both ghost-involving theories, but failed. Then, two high school students from northern Saskatchewan decided to jump in. They first witnessed the ghost train on a road trip to St. Louis. One of the girls said it must have been car headlights, but she needed evidence to prove that. Together with her friend, she decided to find an answer and make it their science fair project. They made several field trips to St. Louis for research. The young Ghostbusters used a detailed map, a compass, and a GPS system, which was pretty rare back in 2001. The girls found the location from where the ghost light was seen best of all. Then, they drew a straight line on the map to where the light was coming from and marked all roads next to or on the line. One of the girl's father agreed to help them. He parked his car at various locations near the lines and flashed his headlights. The girls didn't see them, as all the places seemed to be too low. Finally, they found a short hilltop highway stretch. For 20 minutes, the dad was flashing his lights on and off, and every time the lights went on, the girls could spot the ghost train. When he turned the car around, they saw the mysterious red light as well. The spot was rather far away from the track, so it was possible to see it thanks to diffraction. The light passed through a little opening, maybe the trees, and became larger. The smart girls received gold medals at the science fair for their project. Ten years later, a similar story happened in Anson, Texas. Each night, the locals noticed a mysterious light at one spot of the highway. They called it Anson Light and believed it was a mother with a lantern searching for her son. He'd disappeared in a snowstorm a long time ago. His mom went looking for him and never came back either. A group of students didn't believe in this beautiful story and decided to find the source of light with their iPhones. They followed Google Maps down the dirt road to a highway that they thought to be the light source. Halfway to the light, it was already clear it was really coming from cars and not a mother with a lantern. It's easy to be a Ghostbuster outside with your friends, but what if you had a ghost in your own home? This is what happened to a family who moved into an old house in 1921. The house was huge, with gas lights, no electricity, and many passageways. Just a classic movie haunted house. One morning, the lady who went down in records as Mrs. H heard footsteps over her head when she was home alone. She rushed upstairs and found an empty room. 
She checked every room and also looked one floor up. It was all empty. Then, she started hearing strange noises when she was in bed at night. It sounded like someone was moving furniture and china and sighed in the silence. Whatever was haunting the family was getting braver and braver. It followed them along the halls. It felt like it was about to approach them and come into contact. One of the children of Mrs. H once ran into her room and asked why she was calling him. She said it must have been the wind, but the child was positive it was someone's voice. The plants didn't live long in that house. Finally, the scariest thing happened. Mrs. H woke up one night and clearly saw a man and a woman in her room. She had to stop it all somehow, so she asked her brother-in-law for help. He did his research and suggested it could be a carbon monoxide leak. This colorless, odorless, and tasteless gas had caused similar visions in other people. When they checked the gas, they found the gas was coming out of the furnace and into the room instead of going out through the chimney. It gave the family headaches, hallucinations, dizziness, and other unpleasant symptoms. Some ghosts leave fingerprints behind, or so says the San Antonio legend. According to it, in 1938, a school bus was driving through a rough snowstorm and got stuck on the train tracks. When the train crew saw the bus, they did their best to stop, but it was impossible to avoid the collision. No one in the bus had survived in that accident, and ever since, the ghosts of those people are protecting others from the same fate. Hundreds of people have visited the spot ever since to play with destiny. They leave the car in neutral on so-called ghost tracks and wait for the ghosts to come and help them out. Some people put baby powder on their cars to have fingerprints as evidence. And they do see the fingerprints once they get out of the car. Turns out there's a logical explanation for this one as well. There's an incline on the tracks, so when the car moves a bit, you can see your own fingerprints in baby powder. And the original story that inspired the legend didn't even happen in San Antonio, but in Salt Lake City, Utah. Something unexplainable was happening on the campus of Coventry University in England. Whoever visited the 14th century cellar ran out of it in fear. They said they'd seen a ghost of a woman. One lecturer at the school, who was also a part-time ghostbuster, decided to debunk the mystery. He was once working at his lab when he felt the presence of someone else. He was brave enough to do research in the cellar and found out the reason for all this madness was what he called the fear frequency. The levels of sound frequency in the cellar were so high that they made people see optical illusions, feel anxiety, and get chills down the spine. A similar effect makes you hear humming of a glass when you're running a damp finger on it. A small village of Kalachi in Kazakhstan has become home to a unique mysterious sickness nicknamed the Sleep Hollow. Back in 2013, the first villagers got affected by it. They were doing their regular routine, biking, going to work, or chatting with friends, when suddenly they'd fall asleep. It all looked similar, slurred speech, lightheadedness, and then, boom! Some of them only woke up after six days of loud snoring. And when they did, they didn't remember anything that happened to them and experienced weakness and headaches. 
The Sleeping Beauty-style sickness affected people of all ages, including kids and even a cat named Marquise. Its owner said the cat started attacking walls, furniture, and the family dog. Then it dozed off and was snoring like a human for hours. More than 150 people got the sleep hollow in three years. Doctors and sleep disorder experts struggled to find a solution. A lot of people blamed possible radiation from nearby uranium mines. Kazakhstan's doctors checked over 7,000 homes, but found the radiation levels weren't high enough to cause it. They also checked water supply in the area for heavy metals and bacteria, and it was all right as well. Then, the former head of the uranium mine suggested the gas was seeping through the ground. Scientists tested this theory, and it turned out to be the answer. The dangerous gas was in the air, and it took down the amount of oxygen, making people fall asleep. Families started moving out one by one from that sleepy hollow as soon as the mystery had been solved. 